I'm going to continue part two today with the whole idea of keep moving. Thank God that God is a God who keeps moving. Amen. The church keeps moving. The world keeps. God's people keep. Amen. There's a blessing to movement. There's a blessing to movement. Many of you in the room tonight, today, are experiencing the blessing of moving. You've moved from another country, another continent. Some of you have moved from another state. Some of you have moved literally just down the road. (laughs) But you've moved. And that movement has brought you into a different perspective. That movement has caused you to meet different people that you may not have met. That movement has caused you to meet work colleagues, new work colleagues that you didn't know before. That movement has caused you to see things that you've never seen before. It's amazing how you can move and suddenly everything changes. There's a blessing to moving. And I really feel strongly to lead our church into this understanding, we need to keep moving. Keep moving with Jesus, keep moving with vision, keep moving with godly purposes. Keep moving to those who need help. Keep moving towards who need hope, those who need to see their lives go forward, amen? So part two is really looking at the church. Last week was looking at Jesus. Today is looking at the church that started 2,000 years ago. So I'm gonna read from Acts chapter 11, verse 19 to 23. You ready? Starting at verse 19. Acts chapter 11. Meanwhile, the believers who fled from Jerusalem during the persecution after Stephen's death were scattered as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus and Antioch. And wherever they moved, everyone say moved, they proclaimed the good news, but only to the Jewish people. However, I love this bit. However, some of the believers who went to Antioch from Cyprus and Cyrene also gave their message about the Lord Jesus to some Greek-speaking Gentiles. And look what it says in verse 21, and the Lord honoured this effort. What are you doing where the Lord can honour your effort? What is it that we're doing that the Lord can say, I wanna honour that effort? Let me read it again to you. Persecution broke out. So sometimes we get moving because of trouble. It's nice to think life is good and we tend to keep moving. Actually, the challenge is for all of us is when life is good, we tend to settle down. There's money in the bank, people like us, job's good, kids are behaving, everything's working. It's like, it's easy to settle when life is good. It's amazing how a little bit of trouble gets us unsettled and we suddenly have to think differently, behave differently, maybe take decisions and make decisions for certain things. Don't wait for trouble. I'm not saying that we should be praying for trouble. That's never what I would say. I just know that God's given us an understanding and a wisdom to know how to keep moving forward, amen? And so what I need you to understand is get your faith from the Word of God as you read it. Be inspired. They kept moving. As persecution broke out in Jerusalem, they had to move to wherever they could. So a lot of them went to Antioch, which is Syria today, going into the southeast part of Turkey. It's amazing what God was doing. And this is what it says. It says, some of them stepped out 
and the Lord honoured their effort. I just pray that that's the spirit that we have as a church, that we're willing to step out of our comfort zone. We're willing to step out of whatever it is. God's not limited by your strength and He's not limited by your weakness. He's not limited whether you're fluent in 10 languages or whether you struggle to speak one because He's God. Well, I'll move when it's all in order. You'll never move. I'll move when they say yes. They may never say yes. Just move anyway. See, these people stepped out of their comfort zone and guess what it says? Stay with me, verse 21. And the Lord honoured their effort so that large numbers of Gentiles became believers. Large numbers of Gentiles became believers. Look what God can do when someone's willing to get out of their comfort zone. See, what kills a church is an absence of faith. What stops a church moving forward is that we forget the mission. I want it my way, I want it this way, I want this, I want that. It's all what you want, me, me, me. It's the killer of any relationship. It's the killer of any relationship on earth and it's the killer of the relationship on, in heaven. You can't be me, me, me when you choose to follow Christ. More of Him, less of me. It's probably most of our daily prayers. It's a work in progress, but you draw from Him, amen? And so they stepped out of their comfort zone. The Lord honoured their effort and a large number of Gentiles became believers. Maybe the Lord will honour our effort and our dinner parties in the park. Maybe, maybe there'll be people from your world, someone from your world, someone that knows you that comes along. Maybe the Lord will honour this effort. And by the way, He has every year. And I need you to understand that if you wanna go for God, keep moving with Him. Jesus kept moving with all the misunderstandings. One time He comes to Jerusalem and they're waving palm trees at Him. Oh, oh, oh! Hosanna, 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 Hosanna! Worship team, join me! Hosanna! The very next time He comes, kill Him! Kill Him, crucify Him. But He kept moving. He kept moving. I didn't know my kid was gonna do that. Keep moving. I didn't know they were gonna be like that. Keep moving. Oh my goodness, keep moving. You need Him to keep moving. I would rather hold on to Him and keep moving than to let go of Him and pull back. So what's the message for the church today in the 24, 21st century? Keep moving. But you don't move without Him, you move with Him. You move in Him, you stay in Him. All the freedom you will ever enjoy is in Christ. Oh, it's so restricting. It's not, it's your freest place you'll ever imagine. He is so free, it's amazing. There is so much room in Jesus to breathe, to shout, to celebrate. He doesn't, He doesn't restrict your space, He enlarges it. Religion will shrink you, Jesus will enlarge you. So do you want Him or do you want a version of Him? Do you want a religious church or do you want a living, moving, 
breathing community of sons and daughters moving with Him. I love what it says here. It says that when all the believers, many of the believers started to come to know the Lord, news got to the church in Jerusalem and it said they sent Barnabas to Antioch to help the new believers. It's amazing how they sent their best to help the new believers. Sometimes today we have so many people coming to Jesus, but it's like, hey, do you wanna help? Oh no, I've got no time. Do you wanna help? No, I'm not interested. No, I didn't realise, I didn't think, I didn't notice, I didn't even pay attention. You know, they sent their best. And that gives you a picture of what God's trying to do. He wants to use all of us in helping them. You never abandon the newborn babes. We have hospitals for people to be born in. We have great care for our children when they come into the earth. We should have great care when it comes to the new children of faith in Jesus' Name. Spiritual, physical, physical, spiritual. They parallel each other. But if you wanna go to a church where they don't care about that, that's fine, that's your choice, but let's build something where we deeply care about those who are new to faith and we are willing to get involved in helping them get strengthened in the beautiful work of Christ, amen. But Barnabas saw what God was doing and he was filled with excitement and joy. My prayer is that we as a church will always be blessed with excitement and joy about the things of God in Jesus' Name, amen. I don't wanna be drawing it out of you like, oh my goodness. But it should be the fruit of a forgiven heart. There's always someone that needs reminding, but not the majority. The majority should be on the page. The majority should be ready. The majority doesn't need winding up to go. I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go in Jesus' Name, Amen. That's what it means to keep moving. You try and push a car that's stopped. It is so hard. You get the car, you start to move, you start to get it moving. The most energy you need anytime is to get something that's stopped moving. But when that car is moving, even just a little bit, oh, it gets better and better. And the car starts moving, it gets moving, it gets moving. And you know what? It doesn't take a lot of energy because you're enjoying the fruit of momentum, movement. No, no, no. We're not gonna stop in Jesus' Name. We're gonna keep moving, keep moving. The pandemic hasn't stopped us from moving. Whatever's going on cannot stop you from moving. Make purpose bigger than anything. Make purpose bigger than anyone and you will enjoy the fruit of increase in Jesus' Name. And this is what Barnabas said to the new believers. He encouraged them to stay close to the Lord at whatever the cost, at whatever the cost. You know what makes this place attractive to those who don't know the Lord? Is because there's a spirit of movement. There's a spirit of momentum. People are here because they want to, not because they have to. You have to go to work because you don't go to work, you don't get paid. But the church isn't built on have to. The church is built on want to. The church is built on want to. Do you want Him more than anyone or anything else. Do you want Him more? Do you want Him more than anyone or anything else? Do you want Him more than anyone or 
anything else. Persecution didn't stop them from moving. War in the Ukraine has not stopped these women of faith from moving. And their children see something that they will carry for the rest of their days. And their husbands are grateful for it. We are surrounded by example all the time. Take the right examples for your life. But don't turn it into a pity party and don't turn it into offense and don't turn it into me, me, me. They don't recognize my gift. The church doesn't use my gift. The church is not here for you. You're here for the house of God in Jesus' name. When you all make it about you, it just turns ugly. If you've got a gift on your life, turn it into helping people. But don't turn it into entitlement, rights, and privileges. Yes, we are privileged, but we're privileged to serve. We're privileged to pour out from that which we've received in Jesus' name.